welcome to episode 506 of the God is a Geek podcast. My name's Adam Cook, I'm your host, and I'm joined by the one and the only Chris Hyde. Hello, Chris. Hello, Adam. How are, how are you? you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I knew you were going to say how are you, so I thought I'd say it at the same time. It's like, and... I, it's, I'm just automatically and predictably polite. That's you what are. It is. Can, Lyle, how are you? Are you polite? Uh, I am good. I'm not polite. Fuck a lot of you. You guys can... I'll do this on my own. You guys can get out of here. Have a night off. That's enough for me. Right. <laughs> Too far to go. It's... Um... It's another podcast. We are, we I want to say that up, up front, up front. If I could learn to speak English again, just to say up front, up front, <laughs> in the front of the area, uh, we might be a little <laughs> bit sporadic going forward for the next couple of weeks when it comes to podcasts over the Christmas period, because we have the little little just a little known thing as game of the year to record. And uh, if you have just found us in the last few months and don't know, they tend to run between 10 and 15 hours so it's a lot of podcasting a lot of seeing each other's faces quite frankly and sometimes you just need a break from one another don't you guys um i mean i know that chris is like just so ready for the christmas break so he hasn't got a look at lyle you know just yeah just i'm i'm done with him to be honest well you've you've got to record a lot of podcasts yeah uh so let's get let's get started yeah there's the pre-apology out of the way for if we fail to we, we tend to at least get one out every two weeks when we're really busy if that's stretched, just know that you'll have like tens of hours of, of game of the year stuff to to you're basically, you know. What you're basically saying is don't be ungrateful. Well, well, you know, I was also going to use this opportunity to say that if you really do feel like you're missing out and like you need a hit of God is a Geek's cruise, God is a Geek cruise output on things, you could also just go to patreon.com slash God is a Geek and subscribe there and you'll find a, a bonus podcast which you can go back and listen to in full. There's loads of them on there, but we did a whole series called Breath of the Lyle, so go find that. But until until you get that desperate, desperate, I really am desperate. having trouble with the language barrier. <laughs> Didn't you know that I'm actually, I'm actually French? I've been watching so much of the World Cup that I've suddenly become multilingual and speaking English has been difficult. Um, and that's really not a good time to be talking about a game with this title. Uh, because, Lyle, you can kick us off this week, mate, with Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. No, sorry, yeah. sorry, I'll say it properly. Crisis Core, Crisis Core dash Final Fantasy VII dash Reunion. There. Yeah, it's also important that the dashes have to be without yep. spaces either side of the Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, right oh, up the back and the front. semicolons in the middle of words. It is, it's ridiculous. It's stupidly named, but the important thing is it's a good game. In if a preview you, sense. In a preview sense. Of course, always in a preview sense until it can be more than that. Um, but yeah, if you didn't play Crisis Core on the PSP, it is a Final Fantasy prequel, I guess, starring um, Zach Fair, I believe is his name, who is the sort of like black haired guy who looks like Cloud, is the easiest it, way it, to explain it without see, spoilers. See. You said that in your preview, and I should have corrected that. But the YouTube commenters have done us the duty. It's not. It's not that Zach looks like Cloud, is it? Well, no, it's not. But realistically, like as someone who's played Final Fantasy, there's one character you know more than the other. And chronologically, in terms of playing that game, you you get to know Cloud. Oh God! The original Final Fantasy. But listen, that's not the point. The point is, the Final Fantasy fans are saying that you were incorrect factually, which is the most important thing. That's Um, true. Yeah, but just as importantly, I don't care. No, I know you don't. It's mega weird, right? Because when Final Fantasy VII was released 
back in today. I am... Um, Obviously, it's one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game of all time. And so I kind of consumed as much as I could. I thought I'd played this, but I playing it now, I don't remember any of it, like any of it at all. Now, I played a game on PSP that was Final Fantasy VII related, but I think it was a different... Because there were others, weren't there? Wasn't it like Dirge of Cerberus and stuff? And That wasn't on PSP. That's a PS2 okay. game. So... What the hell did I play? Yeah, I don't know it's what you played. by Lyle on uh... it, Well, no, it's also possible I just did play all of this and have completely forgotten it completely. every single bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, do, it does look pretty modern. Like, I, I'm not going to say it looks it like is. Final Fantasy VII uh, you know, remake. Not, remake. not quite. Not but quite, it's... but the, there are moments where you go, like when you're sort of watching, you go, that was almost Final Fantasy VII yeah. remake. Yeah. Like, it's not far off. Um yeah, they've, they've done a really good job of modernising it from what I've seen in the first three chapters. Mm. Which, um, like, it it feels like a game that's maybe not, like, the most high-end, like, triple-A beautiful game never made. No, but, no, but you know what? It feels else, modern gameplay-wise, I think. It does. It really does. They're, they have done a few things that have, like, helped with that that I think have smoothed out the combat a bit, which mm. I think it sort of plays how you remember it playing as opposed to how it actually played on the PSP. And they've definitely modernised it for more, like, modern controls because obviously the PSP had, like, one shoulder button on each side as opposed yeah. to two, and it didn't have, like, both L3, R3 and stuff like that. So, so there were things that, you know, worked differently to it. Um, but yeah, I, I think the main thing to say is like, if you're going and expecting like a, or like at the time, if people, when people got, they played this game on the PSP, it was, you know, the next game in the Final Fantasy VII saga, I guess. Uh, and it's not this slow paced, turn based JRPG, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with, but no. like Crisis Core is pretty heavy on the action, pretty fast paced, yes, really. Very, very. It's, and it's like it. I described it as being kind of similar to Kingdom Hearts, which might put people off a little bit. But like, it's just—it's basically like it's more of an action game than an RPG. Really, you've got like you—you run in with your attacks. You've got like a dodge roll and a block, and then you've got all your materia abilities. So you know your your blizzards, your fires, your mm-hmm. assault twister. I think that's the the first combo sort of attack you have. Um, and, you know, it all works really well. It's all fun. But then the thing that really makes things stand out is the D... DMW? Is that is that the letters we got? I got this wrong in the preview. I <laughs> so, think you were thinking about driving lessons or something. I DMV, think, you said. It, yeah, but I, I, I missed DMW it as well. DMW or something. Digital Mind Wave, I think. Maybe that, that sounds it, about right. What, whatever it is, it's, it's a roulette in the top corner of the screen, yeah. isn't it? You know? there's, a, there's a slot machine in the top corner of the screen. Three little reels. If all mm. the pictures line up to be like of a specific character, be it like one of your sort of Shinra allies or um like a summon like ifrit like final fantasy favorite ifrit then you get like mm-hmm. a essentially a limit break so you know a big powerful move or something that really you know kicks things off uh, and then alongside that there's numbers on the reels too and if you get like two of the same number um like it'll level up a materia if you get all sevens you'll level zap up entirely then you get things like you get your HP, like, suddenly you can't take damage from physical attacks. You, you get unlimited MP to use your magic. And it just sort of means that in every fight, it always feels like something's, like, 
really big's happening in the background. Like it feels like at any time, like things can be flipped on, on its head. Like you might be getting your ass handed to you by like a particularly tricky boss. And then suddenly you can't take damage from physical attacks and all it's doing is swinging its big axe at you. So you're doing all right. Or like, then you'll get a powerful limit break and you know, it all, it all sort of swings around. It's, it's a really cool system. Like I, I think when people think about um, like, uh, it being like like the slot machine aspect, I think people like sort of think about oh, oh it's all this luck based thing. Oh, there's no skill, etc. But it doesn't feel like that at all. It just feels like no, there's always something fun around the corner. Yeah, it just keeps battles really interesting. It just keeps the simplest of battles really interesting. Well, you know, whereas really what you're doing is just hammering square. It it, it makes it them a bit more entertaining, doesn't it? it yeah. It remi- I mean, I'm just seeing because I've not played it. But it is it like is it no more? Was it no more Heroes Three where they did that? Yeah, they yeah that's yeah. in there a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but this this sounds like it's more consistent. Like it's well, it progresses as you play. Like it, um, yeah, like you get you, more you meet people, and it. it's to do with the emotional connection. And like you know, the more you, you know, you you meet someone and they become part of the story, so to speak, and, and then it, they'll be added to the roulette wheel. Whereas at the start, right. it's just like silhouettes, and you haven't got a clue who's what. It's just it's a really interesting combat system. That like if they, I feel like if it didn't have it, it would actually be fairly boring. If you know what I mean, it would be you kind of well that's you know like if you know rpgs like there's a battle with an electric thing um, a, a robot so you use hope you know, use your electric material to zap it quickly and then there's like a human so you burn it you know it it follows all that sort of stuff and it would just but the combat is just on the square button so to speak where you got dodge roll on the cross i think r1's block and yeah, then hold down L one to use the face buttons for your material choice and you, you know you do your load out like you would in any final fantasy game certainly seven it's just um it's just quite surprising like it, it it's it's a really odd time to release it i think it is <laughs> this this late in the year um but i guess it's final fantasy so like i mean square don't have to think too much about when they release final fantasies do they really because they sell so and it's final fantasy 7 yeah. as well at that point so. mm, yeah and it's it's a clever thing to release in general as well because obviously it's like sort of the perfect time i imagine between the first part and the second part of remake to have something where it's kind of like it's this it's this old game that you are modernizing like they've they've taken all the voice actors from the from remake and used them to like make sure that it's all consistent with this game as well yeah. so if you really want your fill of final Fantasy, and obviously it has all like it has a lot of the same music it has and which you know it hits your eye in the field because if for anyone who loves final fantasy the, the blue menu systems the styling i was gonna say on, that they, yeah. it looks very much like final fantasy remake yeah yeah no, and, and that's a good thing it's um like i said i don't i don't you get the yeah yeah i do you do um it's even got like the in- well i won't bother saying there's quite i mean it's in the it's in our preview video but like there's an intro that's very similar but of course you're zach not cloud now and it's like it's um yeah i mean in a preview sense like lyle says I, I can't really add an awful lot and certainly can't add anything negative i just am enjoying myself with it it's, it doesn't feel like it's gonna like br- revolutionize the world or break the mold it just feels like a really really good game so far you know whether it sticks that landing i, I don't know how long it is but we'll see i suppose won't we yeah, I I wish I could remember how long it was because I definitely played it on the PSP, and you might have done. Well, we I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, unless another game used that roulette system, I definitely played it. Yeah, I think and, and it would have to be been. another Final Fantasy game on PSP, so I must have played it. Maybe I just didn't finish it. Um, yeah, maybe, but yeah. 
Works really come, well. Come back that... in, I don't know what a week or two. Well, well, probably next time we podcast, I would imagine. Whether you know, I don't know. But the, you know, we'll we'll carry on playing it when we laugh, basically. We sure will. I I am. It's it's on downstairs, or it's ready on sleep mode for when I'm done. Fair enough. Well, talk to me about the next game on your list then. Okay, I will. Um, the next game. You fool. On... I am a fool. Thank you. I'm and. I'm on a ship and there's more of me and it's a ship of fools. Yeah, does that work? Is that okay? It works, yeah. It works. It's great. Okay, so ship of fools. He's so angry I did that. <laughs> Look at his face. He's like, it... you're ruining the podcast. No, it's it's not you I'm angry at. It's the BBC, if I'm honest with you. Oh. Uh, there was a TV show called House of Fools and it got two series and then cancelled and it was just so weird and funny. It's Bob Mortimer and, and, and uh, Vic Reeves um, and it was very them and every time I hear ship of fools i think of house oh, of fools okay. and it makes me angry at the bbc so okay anyway but, it's on the screen right now if you're watching the video not the house of fools that would probably be that, problematic <laughs> we'd get copywritten yeah, we, we probably <laughs> the idea of last trying to talk you just put a random bbc program <laughs> on instead <laughs> Maybe sorry, that's, sorry yeah. lyle yeah ship of fools, ship of fools is ship a roguelike 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 i don't know it is a rogue it's 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 a roguelike or a road roguelite if you want whichever one you'd prefer to use in this situation um it's a co-op roguelike yes so that's kind of the big selling point because you don't really get a lot of co-op roguelikes it happens there was risk of rain 2 i think that was one um i don't know if i can think of game but i don't think i can think of any others um but ship of fools is essentially you're on a ship you and your co-op partner of choice i think you can play well i know you can play it solo but it's it's not as good as you might expect but you and your co-op partner of choice um are on the ship and essentially like you sort of pick your route through a map and every time you go to a new sort of like node on this hex base map, you'll have to fight a big old few waves of sea enemies. So you've got like cannons on the ship and you have to sort of move them to each side of the ship. You pick, you just pick up a cannon. You, it doesn't matter. You just, you just fucking grab it and, and move it to the other side of the ship. And, you know, you load it up with whatever ammo you've got on board and, yeah, you just sort of blast at them. It's it's like it's really simple, but then obviously because it's a roguelike, there's going to be a lot of different little things you find, like little trinkets that give you percent chances of burning things, or um, or like different types of ammo. So the basic ammo's a bit shit, as you might imagine. And then as you carry on, you'll get you might get one that's like is that, that the description underneath? Basic, it, basic ammo, a bit shit. A bit shit. <laughs> yeah, but you might get one that's like this one goes through enemies. So like, if you've got like loads and loads of enemies filling up the screen, you yeah. go goes through them all. There's loads more damage. There's one that my favorite was a big like oil drum that you fired, where once it hit them, it also soaked them in like an oil that made them weaker. So your each shot afterwards did more damage. So that was really good. Um, I think what's what's really clever about it is so like on each of these screens you'll probably get like pretty overwhelmed by enemies. There'll be a lot of them, but you you your ship never really like directly takes damage. So like enemies might fire projectiles at the ship, and then it'll leave a little a little like orb of fire on the ship that you can go over with your oar and swing at it so it puts it out instead of damaging you. Or they might. If you've like don't kill them fast enough, they might disappear. Like, like in real life, presumably. Yeah, where you, when you get an orange, you just there's a fire. Swing it, at fire. <laughs> swing it, it's gone. Yeah, um, and then or, or they might like if, after a while they might disappear and then pop up next to the ship, and then you've got sort of like a few seconds to go up with your or and hit them away instead of letting them hit your ship. So like it's you always sort of have 
a bit of a chance even when you're overwhelmed so sometimes you'll like there'll be a particularly fucking awful like boss fight or something and it'll there'll be like a good few minutes of you and your your partner just running around on deck like madly hitting things and trying to make sure that no damage happens and then eventually once you get on top of things a little bit one of you might have a like just a spare moment to jump on the cannon and slowly whittle them away and it yeah it feels really good um the only real issue with the game is i mean i think once we had got to about like it was our third session i think so we, me and my partner we played like it's sort of like a few two-hour sessions and on the third session we beat the game and we were like oh shit that was that was unexpected and like you know but you know good job like i guess we got lucky on this roguelike and then on our next session i think we won every single uh time we played so every run was just us winning and i mean he's never played a roguelike before so this was kind of like a new experience for him anyway i mean i've played quite a lot but you know usually when usually when you review a roguelike you maybe win once ever and <laughs> it's it's a bit of a fucking nightmare to be like oh look i beat this game because it doesn't usually happen but like and then once we you finished it it kind of feels like that's it like i couldn't figure out what the if there was some sort of true ending or anything or it didn't seem to get any harder upon being beaten it was just sort of like we have got to the skill level where we min win most times and that was the end of it and i mean we'd played for what six hours at that point so it's not like we haven't really got our value but when you think roguelike you kind of think i could play this forever and yeah. and it didn't really feel like that but I, I was going to ask maybe you've kind of answered it but i was going to ask about the difficulty between solo and co-op because that that's always an interesting thing, especially when in like a roguelike and whether it balances properly. I'm not, I don't know if the co-op aspect is why it's easier or the game is just generally easier than other. I think it is just that it's generally easier. Like you, when you play solo, it changes. So you're not just facing like double the enemies as one person because yeah. that would uh -huh. probably be a nightmare. Um, but there are also like specific power-ups you can get that can help with that or specific cannon types. Like there's one cannon that because uh, you can sort of select you have two cannons at all times and you can have them be like different sorts of cannons essentially and uh one of them you can get is like an automated cannon where you basically yeah. as long as you fill it up it's essentially a turret so there's so kind I, of ways i got to... that on my first run yeah because i'm it's... i played exclusively solo yeah uh, and I, I think i think i'm missing out if that makes sense on playing solo i don't i that because yeah. I yeah I would I mean fair play if they've balanced it but I would imagine playing well, I, it co-op it, it makes the game easier. Well, I've only it's done very two... hard to balance. I would argue roguelike. Yeah, it's I like mean, an, I, it's like an I know it's not the same right, but it's like a an overcooked or something. Those well, it's it's funny you say that because that's what this mm. game reminds me of actually. Yeah, the moving the cannons about is very much yeah. um, mm -hmm. the and kind the, of shuffling around. Whilst they they do try yes. and balance with more they're, they're infinitely harder on your own yes, because they they are. Of things you I have mean, to I, do at once. i've done a couple of runs now and i haven't done i assume it's the boss where there's like tentacles coming out of the sea and i i'd be honest yeah. with you i don't know if I, what, what i was doing wrong because i kept shooting them and then they just kept multiplying and it's like well i can't manage this i've got an automatic cannon that's too slow and i'm shooting them and i can't manage it but i was thinking god if i had someone else with me this would be a piece yeah. of piss so yeah, it, it did it's... make me wonder, but I guess we've had such opposite experiences, we can't really be yeah, sure. Yeah, 
because I pretty much I I played it. I had like one solo run essentially, just like, and it was quite early on when I didn't know mm. as much about what I was doing. And then I pretty much played co-op because you know it wants you to play co-op. That's kind of the point of the game, really. Yeah, but, I think um, so. It's got online, full, by the way. is it? We should, no, but we should mention it's also got online co-op. It does. Yeah, you don't have to be playing locally. No, it works yeah. really well locally, but like, yeah, there's the option for online. Um, but yeah, it, it, the Overcooked um, thing, although it's a very, very different game, yes, it is it kind is. of apt as well in the way that you really do have to communicate as well. Like yeah, when you know what's I coming bet. and, mm. you know, dis- agree who's going to deal with what and, you know, oh God, there's loads of things on deck. You just focus on that. I'll try and shoot a few things, that sort of thing. Like it works really well in that regard. It's it's a lot of fun in that sort of cooperative teamwork shout at each other sort of way that you want it to be <laughs> yeah I, I i i like i say I, my experience has been very difficult to yours because i've played solo I, I genuinely i was like i don't think i want to play this if i had some to play it with i think i would have enjoyed it a lot more like I, it, it, and none of it's yeah. bad like, there's no part of what i played where i'm like it's bad i just feel like it really I, unless you're going to play with i guess you can play with randoms i think you can I think, so. I think there's matchmaking, or is she got something to play with? I find those games would always be a risk to play with. <laughs> well, well, there's there's, yeah. there's no real griefing opportunities there. There's no. There's, you can hit be... each other with the oars. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So it doesn't really do much, but it like knocks you over. So okay. you can sort of like combo the other person, and sometimes that happens when that you're all odd. frantically. Odd when you're all trying to in. frantically, yeah. So if you're frantically trying to clear the deck, I guess it's supposed to be like so you don't just both okay. push in at the same time because if you do, you can one person knocks the other over and then like you're not really playing efficiently, I guess. Okay, that does but, make sense. Yeah, but like yeah, if you were playing with a random person, they'd definitely just hit you with that or over and over again, <laughs> and they'd love it. They'd love every minute. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. But, yeah, I mean, go, go yeah. read the review on godasageek.com. I forget what you gave it, but it was quite a decent score. Um, Chris Hyde, what have you been up to? This week, I have been mostly playing. I've been dying to say that. Um, I've been playing God of War Ragnarok. Let's yeah. uh, let's rip the rip the plaster off. Um, that's the only game I've been playing, pretty much, other than you know little bits of FIFA and COD. You know, this is my game at the moment. Um, yeah, it, it's all right. No, no, no. Um, yeah. So um, I actually haven't. Um, I like you. I did unlike you. Sorry, I didn't go back and play God of War again. Read more mm. recently. You played, it, I think, for the Steam Deck it, and PC. Yeah, you've played it recently, haven't you? So recently. I, I was like, I was like, thank you for this recap because it gives you a nice little handy God of War recap. I was like, I really yeah, do you need know, this. Do you know, I never looked at that. I never actually watched that. It, and it's, it's it's very top line, but I was I was like, I I remembered bits, but it was quite handy, I think, to have that because it you know obviously follows on um story wise there's a few things i'll I'll get off i'll say right off the bat right that i know you know you and chris have spoken about this firstly this game is is fucking stunning to look at it is the nicest looking game i think i've ever seen i think i i it's up there anyway from a from a technical standpoint it's very there are a few things that are right okay you know i tend to fixate on really random stuff so here we go here's one for you Characters' hands, right? Okay. Right? But you didn't realize that was going to be a thing, right? Characters' hands. Like, I am right. I'll start off by going, I have a lot of respect for the people that make games. And I imagine making games and making things realistic and working games is very difficult. So please bear that in mind of what I'm about to say. I have a lot of respect for people that dedicate their lives to, you know, developing and making games. 
But hands, however, seem to be a thing that are very hard to make look realistic. I, I, I don't think I ever mentioned this. But I think it's is it Xenoblade Chronicles? All their hands look pretty massive compared to like the actual size of hands. And and in other games, it's like they just don't quite look right. Kratos's hands look absolutely gorgeous. Like it just like. It, oh, it, sorry. I thought you were going to go the other way with this. Okay. No, no. His hands, right? Okay. There's right. Another, and there's another thing that I'll come on to as well, which they do the, 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 again. God of War does really well, but like it's just like, and it's not just that they look nice, but it's it's they they look like hands in all of the motion that it does. It's not like often yeah. I think with because there's obviously all the the digits and the the knuckles and everything like they never seem to like respond like hands should, and it just looks like hands. And I'm not, I'm almost looking for it to not look like hands because in every other game I've ever seen with characters, it's like your hands look weird, and they don't. <laughs> And his hands look absolutely as rugged as they should do for a man that's wrecking up the shit as much as he is. Second point of random things I fixate on in games that I was really pleased that in uh, in God of War up until up until how much I've played. But you know that thing where um, you have a character model and they're wearing clothes and then they'll look a certain way. And they'll stab themselves in their head with their own armor because of the of the modeling and things, and and, mm-hmm. and different parts of things will go into their chest and stuff, and all that sort of stuff. Because obviously, character modeling is hard, and modeling it mm. for every, or every single movement, you, it's difficult, and it yeah. kind of in certain games it can kind of take you out of the immersion. That doesn't happen in this. It's so well done. It sounds stupid to fixate on stuff like that, but it just highlights the attention to detail in this game. Don't you think that's sort of like how 2018 was sort of... I I said at the time that it was like this new kind of bar in terms of production values. Like, I feel like this is just doing that. That's what it is. I know, and we we shouldn't be like, well, yeah, but of course they did it before. But it is like the the production values on this series are still... It, yeah, it's and it sounds stupid. I think so, but it's like I can't think of it because in every game it happens, and I'm like, you know, even with like hair and stuff. I mean, yeah. Kratos is a bad example to use with hair, but like, well, he's just, got the beard. He's got the beard, but it's like in in most games, you're just like, it doesn't quite, it doesn't quite always land. Like, and it's like, and it's like I'm nitpicking, yeah. but like I don't even have to nitpick on no, this because it's clearly been considered and it's not just in the oh in his in in his starting armor it works but you try and stick a different piece on and all of a sudden is you know his ass is hanging out of its of his like you know outfit it's not it's so good and it's true of all the characters and and the different armor sets and they're just it sounds stupid but no one else is going to talk about that on this podcast and i will so i I just thought it was i think it elevates things just that little bit like when you're going when you're going for a game of that level of production and that sort of triple i mean it's what you know, it's real top tier stuff, isn't it? Like it, to have that, the opposite of what you're saying happen would be, well, hang on, lads, come on, you know what I mean, wouldn't yeah. it? And then it just doesn't, it doesn't let itself down in that respect. No, I think it doesn't. And I'm not trying to say that. Well, every game should fucking do this, but the fact that they've that achieved is... what they've achieved in a game that is as expansive, it's not like sometimes you go, okay, well, if it's all like, you know, if it's all like almost cutscene type cinematics and it doesn't matter as much but like the, the fact that it's like free moving character models 
with a lot of combos I mean, and everything else going on. The Xenoblade example is perfect because like every the Xenoblade sixty perfect. hours of that and like it never stopped annoying me how their eyebrows. The eyebrows. Were, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the, and yeah like I this, know. How did nobody point... point this out ever, or did or did they? And they were just like, look, it's tough. Yeah, you know. It, it, yeah, it, I couldn't. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I was just like, but and in that game as well, like you know, the characters move and like their hair might go over their sh- through their shoulder and stuff, and it's a bit like, okay, you kind of got to let certain things go. But the fact that I don't have to let it go, it's just <laughs> it's outstanding, really mm. good. So yeah, hands and hands and outfit, gold star. God of War. Like I say, you don't get this critique anywhere else. No. Um, on on the flip side, yeah, this, like I said, this won't make any other review. I will say there there is a an interesting approach to uh, support character puzzle solving help in this mm. game um, that I'm just going to mention because it, it's like there's quite I, I like I, from what I've played I'm about I don't know let's say twelve to fifteen hours in I don't quite know how many hours I've I've been playing on it um, but I'm that kind of so I've, I've come across a few puzzles. From what I I like the puzzles. From what I've seen, they're quite varied. They've got some nothing in the puzzles revolutionary, but it's all really done really well. Like the stuff that's in there, um, so I'm really enjoying that at the moment. And none of it's like it's not a puzzle game, right? So it's not yeah. trying to confuse you in the sense of I'm going to stump you for ages. So more often than not, you know what you need to do. You're just trying to figure out. I don't know, I'm trying to get the right angle for a, yep, yep, yep. an axe throw or I'm trying to, whatever. Right? But I can see what I'm supposed to be doing here. I can mm. see what the you know developers had in mind with what you want me to do. I'm just trying to figure it it's out. just executing that, that solution. Yeah. Well, if it takes you more than 30 seconds to figure that out, your, um, your support character of the day sort of starts going, oi, oi, idiot. You might want to think about doing this, and I'm like, oh, I know, thanks. Like, I, I, I'm aware. And then they'll go, oh, he still hasn't figured it out. Let's give him clue number two. And it is literally, it is like that. There's the, uh, the you can see it. It's like almost like there's like three or so levels of clues that they give you. It's like if you're still trying to figure out, they go, and the end, and in the end, they just go, just hit, use the axe to hit that or whatever it is. And it's like, yes, I know. And like I say, most of the time. It, there will be a couple of times where I'm like, I don't know what the heck you want me to do here. And it's like, oh, I didn't see that thing hidden in the corner over there. Fine. But like most of the time, it's like, I'm just trying, I'm just getting there. Just wait. Just wait. Um, you know, and it just made me laugh because it happens quite a lot and you can't turn. It's automatic. It's not like, you know, it's not like. Press X for a hint. Yeah. <laughs> not like like Navi in, in Ocarina of Time's going, you, listen, and you can ignore. It's worth, it's worth noting there are some settings in the options for puzzles. It is there, stuff. for that. I believe I remember seeing, because it is one of the most accessible fair. things. Sony are very, very good with accessibility yeah, these days. I, 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 I believe there is a puzzle regularity. Like, um, I can't think what the terminology would be, but I believe there is something like that. Now, it might be is that you can only mean, turn okay. it up more. But in which case, still, it's all my fault. No, it's not. It, I'm, me... just, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, I no, think... No, but it did make me laugh, I, I have to say, like, because it's literally every character that, you know, because they swap oh, in, yeah. you know, I won't spoil anything else, but, like, it is, like, it just made me smile that it's the same approach. I I, I don't want to say too much about this game because there's going to be lots of conversations about it yeah. in the future um, podcast, so I don't want to... 
No, a lot of my colours to the mast ahead of time. I just, but, um... it's, it's funny that you mention that because the one thing I think I love more than anything, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend, like, oh, yeah, I'll keep my cards close to my chest about how I feel about this game. I think I've made it pretty clear. Um, <laughs> I just love the characters. Like, I just, so I don't, like, I, I was trying to get the platinum before other things came up. Um, yeah. And holy shit, 40 plus hours, 10 plus after I finished the game, there's still dialogue popping up from these characters that I'm like, what? You, what? And and there's... it. It's really surprising how... I reckon there's stuff I've missed, because I... I there's... There I don't know if we can get into it or not. There's... Talk, talk about support characters, I guess. Yeah. There are quests you can do where the support character may be different. Yeah. So whoever you're doing it with, it changes the dialogue... And so I therefore, also... so therefore, the characters have had to all have been voiced just in case you're just with them. Just in the case you're yeah. with them, and, and, it's, and it... I'm like, what? You didn't even. I wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't done that. If you just no, had and... that person say nothing while I'm doing this, I'd have gone. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't yeah. have done anything. I'd have just been playing it. The fact that they and do I, say I... it, and you're like, what? I and mean... I will say, like, I, I, I won't spoil a lot of stuff, but like. Because the voice acting is good, and like like you say, you like the characters, which kind of voice act has to be good for you to like like them. I, I, I but make no some of the, bands, of the fact I think that some of the the voice acting is some of the best I've ever yeah. heard. I, again, I'm trying not to reveal too much. No, no. Yeah, some of the bands are brilliant as well. Like, yes. I, I they it, make you believe. I almost felt seen. I'll be honest. Yes. There is there is a there is <laughs> there is a um there's a couple of moments in it. Um, just with, and I'm, this probably happens with other characters as well, like you say, because they record various things. And it was just like, Oi, Kratos, where are you going? And Atreus just goes, Oh, yeah, he just yep. likes to go and loot stuff. He, and I was he, like, he just likes to, he likes to go and get the loot. He has yep. to go and find yep. everything. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> yep. like, it's just like a personality but, test. But like, once yes, again, once again, they could have not done that. And yeah. you would not have. It's not a case of you'd have been. Well, it's a bit shit. They're not saying anything. Oh, it's maybe no, someone sure somewhere would have gone. The they're not reacting to the fact we're in a hurry, and he's. I'm off. To, yeah. Maybe someone reacts to that, but the fact, the fact that you go off and you're like, well, there's a just over there, and there's a bit. Well, what's over there? There might be a collectible, and the fact that someone's like, where are you going? And then someone else is like, yeah, he does this. He just he can't help himself. But then it's like, that I is don't know if you ridiculous. This, but and then what happened later on in the dungeon? It was like. Where's he off to? Oh no, I remember. That's what he does. Yep. yep. And the reactive like, dialogue is 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 is. I was like, if I didn't go off the beaten path, all of that dialogue never gets spoken. Never gets heard. No. No. And I was just like, that. I mean, apart from the fact that now every character's taking the piss out of the way I play this the, game. But they do that, that, and that makes you feel like you're part of the story, not someone yeah. playing the story I, I'm, out. I'm I'm Kratos, and and that yeah. is what you. Sh yeah, and it's it's. Yeah, I mean, there's there's things we will say about this game, but mm. yeah, it is. Um... I, I'm just I'm just goes to say I I cannot believe the redemption arc that the the not necessarily Kratos, but the God of War. So, not that anyone ever at the time was like, oh, God of War, that's that's a bad series. No one was ever like that. They always did well, but <laughs> you it, you know how like games get rebooted. And they like so Final Fantasy Seven. We talked about Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven remake had some things that it had to change, didn't mm -hmm. it? For the you know the the, the uh, cross dressing, I believe there was they the, the stuff they had to not remove but change 
changed, it, it, changed their approach to. It was like the tone almost, really. Yeah, it went it was, from yes. being it went from being sort of like this is the joke to this is ha, this ha, almost look at them, celebration. What doing. He's being yeah. emasculated, haha, ha, to like you say, the opposite of that. No, it's and and but that's just like one scene. Mm-hmm. They've taken yeah. the, like and and also it's really worth it's really important and we will talk more about this in game of the year time stuff. It's really important to note when you when you play the first game, first the 2018 game. There was a quite a long period of that game where you're where you're sort of asking yourself, "Hang on, is this a remake or a reboot or is this actually my Kratos?" Do you know what I mean? Is this is this the same one? Is this the same because they don't they never heavily address that in the 2018 reboot. In this one, it's made very clear exactly what's going on, who he is, and this isn't a reboot, this is Kratos. Okay? The turnaround for that game in terms of... Yeah, I mean, the tonal shift is... I I mean, you just have to say, well done, don't you, to whoever, whoever pitched this as the new God of War. Can you imagine like one some old Sony exec there who who was like the person okay in God of War one, two, three, um, and you know the the sex the, the sex cutscenes where you get to just hammer the button for Kratos and it made the screen shake. Did the GTA ness almost of, yeah. of of God? Can you imagine so that, then go, that right, one? What we're gonna do in twenty eighteen? Sat there going, is, yeah. What you want? Sorry, did you, were you born when we made these games, young man? Because yeah. but like it. it and you know, you, you it makes you wonder if people my age should be there going, "Well, bloody world's gone bloody mad nowadays, hasn't it? Bloody Kratos not having sex with multiple women and having a child he cares about. Bloody world's gone mad." You know what I mean? It's like it, it, I can't because I think this this is the best. I can't believe it. I cannot believe sometimes the story and character development in this guy. I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it, Chris. You know. Yeah. You are enjoying it, I presume. You haven't actually said. No, no, I am. Listen, I was gonna. I, I, I joked earlier. I was gonna moan about it. You did. That's um, what I was waiting for. No. I... And I had. A, I had a rebuttal planned and everything. So. <laughs> I'm not gonna. No. I. Uh... Listen. I. I think. I think. He hates it. I can tell. No. 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 I. <laughs> Man's I never don't. played a Metroidvania before. To be really clear, I don't hate this game. Not want anyone to think that I do. <laughs> I think Yet. this game. This game probably thinks it's a Metroidvania a bit when it isn't, and I don't. And and I just say finish the game, and we'll talk for, more about that soon, I suppose, soonish. Yes. Well, for us, not so much for the audience, that. I guess. Um, yeah. Well, before... That's whetted your appetite as to oh, uh, when, when me and Adam. It's go wet to something, war. mate. It's wet something. Positive, <laughs> positively <laughs> slick. Um, oh, Marvel's Midnight Suns we talked about recently. Okay. Um, and it's again, it's a bit. What, sometimes the job's stupid. When I, I know we joke about that in a previous sense. I know we joke about that because, like, sometimes if you're actually playing a game, and you're like, "Yeah, I played the first hours of it, and it's 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 good so far." Hopefully, like, you, you, you sometimes I have to wonder what publishers are thinking. Like, do, do they think the game's shit after that preview section? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, think, yeah. yeah. Don't talk about this bit. because <laughs> yeah. like Marvel's Midnight Suns, like, genuinely. We've got a category where this is going to feature heavily, I think, for anyone who plays it. Because I can't believe... I mean, I look, I liked XCOM. I like Firaxis generally. I think they're kind of one of those developers out there. There's not many developers out there kind of doing what they do. Like, there's a lot of strategy games to come out. But, like, the XCOM 
the like the the, the, re, the reboot of XCOM, which sort of brought them that whole genre back a bit. Um, phenomenal, like you know, like but this is. I mean, I don't want to say it's a card game because it's just it's kind of not. It's a turn-based game where you rather than having just a boring menu with your things on, it's it's a deck you've built. Do you know what I mean? You've built the deck in in in, in yourself, and there's loads of cards, loads of abilities. They synchronize with one another. They there's like a it's just so deep. This game, there's so much to discuss, but it's absolutely phenomenal to the point where I'm like. I'm playing it at the start, and I'm like, well, look, I want to play it because it's a Firaxis game, but like, my top ten is pretty much there. Oh, shit, no, this is this is pushing in, and then it's pushing up, and then, oh, my God, all of a sudden, my top ten is, means nothing anymore because this game is so good. Like, Mick and I were playing it, uh, and Chris White, actually, and we were all kind of like just saying the same things about how amazing it was. And to be honest with you, you can only review the game in front of you, and I genuinely think Mick would have given this a 10 out of 10 if it didn't have the bugs it had. And he got really unlucky with some bugs. And we had the game for a long time. It's a really long game, by the way. Like, it's... it's mm. Like, Mick went to a preview or, like, a, a presentation. Hours, well, they said that, and we were both like, it's not fucking 60 hours. It's 60 hours. It's 60 yeah. hours. <laughs> um, it's 60 hours, easily. Uh, I would say maybe maybe more. I don't know, but I haven't finished it. Um, but it's... Yeah, he got some unfortunate bugs. I had some bugs as well. And I was quite surprised because during the lead up to a game coming out when you get it sort of three weeks or whatever early, often there will be patches. Now, there was one, I think, but I thought there would have been quite... Especially since it was PC-based, the, the review code, I kind of thought they'd patch it more. Um, mm. So I really hope that by the time people listen to this podcast and the game's out, that the patch... They dropped like a big patch, which fixes... Because we were... It's it's rare that I would say to Mick, actually, we need to feed this back because it's, it's not really our job. Our job is to review the game, to critique the yeah. game. Is it any good or not? That's what QA is for. But there are some bugs that he encountered where it's like, we need to feed this back because if 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 this is a one-time, someone paying for the game could get this and it's not good. It needs fixing. Do you know what I mean? Um, the, generally, that aside, like the game is is the actual game is a ten out of ten for me. It is absolutely phenomenal. You've got this XCOM side of it this turn-based, this card-building game that is a tactical game, right? You've got the XCOM game where they're the, the Avengers and the Midnight Suns and there's X-Men and there's it just all merges brilliantly. The other half of this game is an RPG. You set a base, okay, and it's an RPG and the closest... I can't think of another thing to describe it as the closest it reminded me of is it made me feel how the RPG parts of Mass Effect made me feel right in that you are developing relationships but you're not developing them just to see the bar go up now you are doing that because every time something ticks over that it will upgrade something or change something but like the initial feeling of when you start playing the sort of rpg so by the way the amount of dialogue in this game holy fuck most games don't do this most games it's just like text everything's voiced it's crazy how much dialogue is in this game like crazy um but there's all this stuff you do at the Abbey, all this RPG stuff that you're doing because you like the story, you like the characters, and you want to see the relationships change. Like Marvel's Avengers for, for, for like consoles that Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics did, it had that problem right away of where you saw them and you're like, yeah, but that's not the MCU, is it? They don't look right, they don't sound mm. right. And I think eventually people got past that they, this was their Marvel characters. 
the thing about these ones is that they're all really good. Like, yes, some of them look different, but they're also some of them are familiar enough. Like Blade looks like Blade. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it looks like Blade. It looks like the. It, it's not Wesley Snipes. It looks like they. You know they 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 they, they borrowed they heavily from yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they've also got some of the original. Like they've got um, the the voice actor for Spider Man is the one who played the voice actor in the Insomniac Spider Man games. Do you know what I mean? So they have yeah, pulled yeah, yeah. where they can some familiarity. So though you know it's like it's like when you played the Batman games. No, it wasn't Christian Bale, but it was you know God rest his soul Kevin Conroy's Batman. Because people knew that voice. Yeah. And when I first started playing, I was like, I'm sure that Spider-Man voice seems familiar, but it can't be Tobey Maguire. It can't be, you know, any of the modern ones, I suppose. And it's like, it isn't, but it sort of also is. But the, the, the characters are all interesting. They've all got like their shades of grey and they've got their light and their dark and they're, they're, they're just well-written characters, man. And it's like, I was not expecting that. And at, at, there were periods of the time where I was playing more of the RPG stuff than I was the, 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 the XCOM strategy stuff. Um, it changes and it balances itself out a bit, uh, but that's down to how much you want to do with it. And there's this whole abbey where there's all these mysteries and puzzles and combat challenges, and there's all this stuff. It is just a massive game where take the RPG stuff out, but the combat stuff it's it's remarkable because like even though sometimes you're fighting the same enemies, every character feels important. Like, you know, I don't know what characters you guys like or dislike in, in like, Marvel, but I, I'm not a huge fan of Captain America in the MCU. He's great in this. Great character. Great in the combat. He's really useful. Um, like, Wolverine is is one that is, like, I try not to have him on every party because I want to level everyone up, but I just can't. He's just so good. And then then there'll be a mission that, say, forces you to use someone like Ghost Rider, who I'm not, I'm not particularly... I've, I've never seen any of the movies, never read any of the comics. Not, I'm not a Ghost Rider dude, do you know what I mean? Um, but you have to have him for a mission, and you're like, oh, he's fucking good. He's got some cards that are badass cards. Like, he's got a card where, and early on, he's one of the few that has this card that can take out, like, a, a line of enemies because he jumps on the back of his flaming car and just smashes through them all. And it's like, it, it takes three um, heroism, so you have to build up to using it. But it's like in Hearthstone or something when you when you built you you've been building towards using that damn card. Mm. But they're just so clever. They've taken cues from all these people who make card games. And there's, you know, Lala, I know you're a big card game fan. There's like a card for the hero called Hunter that you create, male or female. And like one of them, and I use this every time this comes into my deck, it like because it randomizes. You got a deck of I think eight cards. And between three heroes per mission, so you'll get like a variation, blah blah blah. Like some cards will have like, if you KO someone, you'll get your card use refunded. So if you're on yeah. your last turn or last card, use that to kill a grunt, get a card back and a refund playback, and you're like, oh yes, you know, it's like that, you mm-hmm. know, from the jaws of defeat. But there's like a card for the hunter who every don't you if you use it, it does like 150 damage, and that's a lot. That's a big, big card. But if you keep it in your deck, just keep it there on the screen every turn, you'll get 20 block every turn. So you're like, when that comes into your deck, you're like, oh, yes. He's not going down. He's just going to keep getting block every turn. Yeah, fine, hit me. Hit me all the time. And then you can get cards to taunt so that it makes them attack him. So you're blocking. And you know he's like your protector. Um, some of the people... They're like better, at like um, Nico's better at like buffing, and you know like Wolverine's damage. Um, they've all got this, and, and so few games balance. You, you know, you end up with favorites. Whether it's whether it's yeah. um, 
whether it's a Xenoblade again, where you you know you've got a party of six, but you you I like to play as that one, <coughs> you know, or I don't really like to switch to them. Very few games get this right, where you 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 they all feel useful and you feel almost bad when you're not using someone, and then when you use them, you're like, oh god, I forgot how good they were. Why yeah. am I you using? Why have I not been using? You know, Ghost Rider. Why have I not been using him? He's great. Why have I let him level his levels? You know. And there's so much going on under the hood. Like, I cannot recommend this game enough. It, it's difficult to say if you don't like strategy games. Like, it's, it's not because I see people in the comments saying, like, "Oh, like, you know, we don't. I don't like card. Why does it have to be card based?" It's like, well, it doesn't have to be, but it really does work well. They've married, like, I guess, card games, XCOM style strategy, and RPG together in a way that I'll be honest, I don't think they're getting enough credit for. Quite on it, like I genuinely do not think this game's getting the credit it deserves. Like to to marry all that, I know it's got a lot of bugs, but to marry all this stuff together, full stop, is is. And to, and the other thing as well is it doesn't feel like that kind of. Do you know how like in the MCU or generally when it comes to these big properties, you don't feel like, well, look, they're not going to swear and no one's going to get hurt really. Like th this doesn't feel that way because they've pulled in enough of the lesser known, kind of characters. The ones I didn't know, like I, I, I'm, I'm not a huge X Men fan, so like I, I, you know, I know Wolverine is obviously, but I didn't know Magic was, I didn't know who Nico was, um, and these are great characters. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm. <coughs> but, it, but it feels like because they're less known or less popularist, you know. Yes, Iron Man's there. Yes, Doctor Strange. Yes, you know, they're, 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 these characters are in the game, but they're not like the sole focus. And and like Blade's Blade, Blade kills people, like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a cutscene before one of the story fights where Blade jumps off a roof and just straight up sticks a knife through someone's head. Now, you don't see the knife go in, but it's very clear what's happened. Like, do you know what I mean? It's It's got that kind yeah. of almost... I don't know, roughness to it? I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely enamoured with this game in a way that I didn't, didn't see coming at all. Like, I was playing it just before this podcast. I want to play more of it. Like, I, I'm reviewing a laptop, and it's like, well, that's what I'm playing on the laptop this one and like i'm just sat in the lounge nearly burning my laps off because it's, i've got to put something between me and the laptop because i'm just sitting there like that you know i've missed world cup matches because of it like, it is just the only thing i'd say is at the time of recording i don't know anyone who's played it on console it's all been pc so i'm really hopeful that that is just it's not uncommon for axis are very much a pc developer they always were or probably always will be it's not uncommon it could just be coincidence I'm sure the the PlayStation version, etc., is fine. I'm sure it is. I can't confirm if it is, though. I, we, yeah. we do want to test it still, but I, I really would be quite upset because it's such a phenomenal game. It really is. Yeah, because what you say as well, you've been playing it with like a controller exclusively as well. Yeah, so I, I actually think would I would prefer to play it with a controller. Like, I think I don't. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not the guy who normally does that. I'm normally like it's a PC game. I play with mouse and keyboard. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but not at all. Like it just it just felt like it was designed this way. I mean, you can of course you can. It's still a mouse yeah. and keyboard game, but um, it just feels right as it is. Yeah. So I would be quite disappointed if it was poor on console. But as it, uh, right now, I can't confirm. So it's just it's, fine. it's one of those games. Um, You'd love you it. Well, this is it. You list you the components. You go right. It. It's a, it's a, it's a card game, right? Well, that's a massive tick then, because it's like Magic the Gathering. Well, importantly, stuff. it's a good card game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, <clears throat> oh, and then it's got Marvel characters in it. Oh, and then it's got RPG, which is up there with Mass Effect, which I know I should play, but I 
going to equate that to other games that I've, I've actually no, played. No, yeah, like Dragon so Age, like, that oh, kind of relationship. Oh, by the way, Chris, and I'm like, oh, my tits. And it's just like... It's, oh, I've, yeah. I've spent... I've and, and Mick will say the same, I know he's not here to say it, and I'm sure Chris is saying I've spent hours just exploring the Abbey because yeah. it's... No, I've, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say it. I wasn't going to say it because I didn't want to make you too aroused, but it's also a Metroidvania because as you progress, you unlock powers as your character for the Abbey, like the is first it, one you get. Is it a good Metroidvania? Door- yeah, like, it is. Now yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it lets you open doors, yeah. and then you get another power that lets you do things, and then another power, and then the four powers that let you gain a, a, sort of access to the whole Abbey, and then you can get all the collectibles. Like, it's one of those where don't, if you are playing it, don't go mad trying to find the collectibles because you can't get them all until you've got all the powers. So, like, just and some of them require story progress. So, just just play it. You know. but yeah, it's it's just such a clever game. Um, Sounds really good. We, we it, both want to play it now. Thanks. It, it really. I I, <laughs> yeah. I hate to be like, hey, it's December and there's one more game. It's so good. Like it. It was one of those where I expected Chris, uh, Chris White, myself, or Mick. One of us was going to be like, what are you guys talking about? This is not. What are you talking about? You keep saying this is, but like, and I thought it was gonna be Chris White because he kept very quiet on the subject, and he's like, "Yeah, I've spent twenty hours playing it in the last few days." I'm like, "What?" And it, like, you, you, just, you know what I mean? It was like, <coughs> it's just, yeah. If you can watch the video review, see what you think of that. See, yeah, because it's a nice looking game as well. But yeah, but other than that, it is time for a very special jingle. You're such a dick. (laughs) 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 Uh, I mean, I'm still playing. Like, we know I'm behind, right? So I'm still sort of watching it. But it's it's great. I'm going to have to watch that. I thought I'd shown you that one. I I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Not not in the fully finished form. Okay. Um, So I'll listen that way. But it looks it looks superb. Um, right, let's let's crack on with uh, with the questions. The first one is it's a belter actually. It's a really interesting one I think from Pooh. Says um, in the spirit of remakes and remakes that veer from the original, what are you hoping for from Resident Evil Four remake? Are you hoping for a straight up remake like um, Resident Evil Two remake or something that goes off piece like Final Fantasy Seven remake, which is uh, given we're talking about is uh, on point. He says, I think they'll struggle to capture the tone of the original, so it might be good to see them put their own spin on it. So, yeah. Adam. Well, I've played it, haven't I? Not all so, of it. No, no, not all of it. But I was like hugely impressed with it. I was a bit trepidatious about it because I was like, it's a bit like the Final Fantasy VII thing in that call it the original still exists. But does it need the remake? And like when now I've played it, I was just so impressed with that opening section. Um I think it is. You see, like he called a straight Resident Evil Two remake a straight up remake. I think the visuals make it feel a bit more than that. If that makes sense, it's, it is the same story. I don't think they're going to change much of the story at all. I, I would imagine, and I, I think tone wise, I think it will be a scarier game. I think they will go more down the horror route. I, I, that's the feeling I got from the opening, sort of the, the way the game's lit and the way that you know they've yeah. developed sort of the small shacks into meaningful areas that are like, oh god, there's a this was just a small shack I walked in and now is like a building and I can walk around it and there's corridors and corners and enemies lurking and and I think um I think they've nailed the tone so far like the chainsaw guy is terrifying. You know, I mean, it's like I think so far they've nailed the tone. Um, 
I yeah, I think a combination of the two is think, what we're going to end up with because there's some stuff they're going to have to change. Yeah, but there's I, also I some think, stuff they can't change. They can't have no, and, and, no they yeah. can't not so, have the merchant water. You buy. They can't. Oh yeah, it has to I, be think, there. I feel like for me with this, as much as I would, I had you know I really like Resident Evil Four. I've written on the site about how good a, how good a game that is. Um, uh, I I wouldn't want this to just feel like. It's that game, but it looks really nice. Mm -hmm. Like I want, I know it can't change main story beats and even certain mo you know moments in that game and how it progresses. I know it can't, and I don't, I don't want it to because there's part of that. That's why I like it, right? You know, some of the stuff it does. But I also, I guess the examples you've just given kind of give me a little bit of hope because I want it to feel different enough so that I'm like, oh, this is a bit. And, and like the type of thing you just said there, it's like rather than just exploring, you know the hut of the day kind of thing and it's like i've been here a million times before you know whereas actually if there's more to those yeah smaller bits that don't impact the overall story but yeah. it makes it makes certain things feel different enough so i'm like oh this is good like do you know what i mean i think, I think that's how i want to feel like it like it's not like you know you don't change the story or anything you know or the or the the big bad or, i mean, or I mean hunnigan's the... in it hunnigan 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 uh, the, woman Leon's, the woman Leon speaks Hunnigan, Hunnigan, yeah, I think, I think it's Hunnigan, the, the, the female yeah. operative you're talking about yes yeah she's in yeah. it you know like they, yeah. they, they didn't give us any of that footage to show but I mean like that that's part of the story she, she, yeah. It, it, so yeah. I, I want it to whenever I think about these types of things I'm almost like I want it to feel different because otherwise why do it right but, that's but, how I, Resident I, Evil but I also want to go felt. through it going I remember when this was like amazing and now look what they've done with it that's how i, want I, to feel I about... don't think people will be disappointed in what no. I... it's a very small slice but i don't think people are going to be disappointed yeah. at all yeah yeah anything to add hair car um not really i, I really like resident evil 4 yeah. i want to play something that feels like i'm playing resident evil 4 but a bit modern and i reckon that's probably going to go down well, all right it's uh, what yeah. i want is what i played uh, in that, like, I was first of all, I was like, wait, what's going? Oh, there, that's where we are. And that's what I had. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, when that, I, that, that, that yeah. excites me. It's like, like, when it's I'm walking like around like this house going, I don't remember this. And then you yeah. go around the corner. Yes, I do. Wow, this yeah. is, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sort of thing. That's you what know. I want. Like, I want the, the be... bit in the village that I showed in the video, like, where it's like, well, we know this. You know, they yeah. all come at you and you have to survive a yeah. time. And, and and I'm like, when I'm playing it, I played it a few, a few, a few times at Capcom, and I'm like, they're taking the... There's, there's about three times more bloody Ganados than there was before. This is uh, ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they've added, like, you, you can stealth kill and stuff. Though. You can stealth kill. <laughs> you can creep up and stealth people with a knife. They've added the knife, which has got a durability. There's, there's parrying. Like, they have added stuff that is like, they haven't gone with changing the game. What they've done no. is taken the... The, the, the fundamentals and gone how could we elevate it and that's yeah, how they yeah, should have been looking yeah. at it and I'm, I'm confident so far that yeah. that's what they're doing they're, they're saying not how can we change this how can but the, how can we elevate this game and we've got a chance to do so so let's do it all the things but maybe also, they couldn't not, do at the time they're also not saying well this was the game so that's all it can be which yeah. is the other, the other way you can go that's, is that that's you can... pointless that is just a yeah, yeah, that's point. That's just a graphical overhaul and it's yeah. which yeah, we don't need because the original is not exactly ugly it's not brilliant no. looking but it exists still go play it in yeah. VR, no less, if you want, on, on MetaQuest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? 
Okie doke. So now we've got uh, mixed questions. Um, so he's mm. given questions to all of us as per usual. So Adam, I'll start with your questions. Okay, okay. I can rattle through these. I've been thinking about them. Okay. What game code that you don't have right now would make you immediately hook up your Xbox Series X and pay? He loves an Xbox Series X question. <laughs> he does. Doesn't he? So what game code that you don't have now that would make you immediately hook up your Series X and play it? I, I feel like it's an obvious one, isn't it? Is it just Starfield? It's Starfield, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I want to play Starfield. <laughs> like, I, listen, I'll play Hellblade's on PC. the only other one I think. <sighs> I would, well, I would want sooner to. anyway, in it. So I think. So. Well, do you know, I was mind. I was doing a release date thing for the site for mm. next year, and I realised they haven't, to my knowledge, given a release date for Starfield again, have they? It was due out. We, we, it should have been out by now. And yeah, it, it should have back. been out by now. I don't recall them giving a new date. If they're not, maybe sort of... St- maybe Stalker mm. just to be less up. Mm. Mm. I never really got on with those sort of games. It's the Metro style game. It's yeah. Starfield. I'm sorry I guess to the be point is obvious. immediately hook up. It would be Starfield. 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 Yeah. Sorry, Starfield. Favorite nut. <laughs> Favorite nut in a chocolate bar. Now, my initial thought was hazelnut, and then I thought about it a bit more. Yeah. Probably. Solid answer. Say again? Probably. Oh. Is that not? Now, I that's mean, a nut. It's, it's, it's hazelnut. Oh, it's certainly nut, nut-ish. Praline. Nut-flavoured, nut if not nutty. Praline. I'm sorry. Food of the gods. Like, for me. I've... Yeah. I mean, it's it's, 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 it's hazelnut-based again, isn't hazelnut. it? Hazelnut, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, you've got hazelnuts, praline, you've got Nutella. You know yeah. all the good stuff, really. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm, I like Praline nuts. Full stuff, stop. Yeah. I mean, if if again to be less obvious, maybe peanuts. You know, in a in a, in a Snickers bar, or that yeah. sort of yeah. thing. Reese's um, peanut butter. Cup. Re- Reese's That's peanut butter. Oh, yeah, I've got yeah. A Reese's advent calendar. Have you ever had the white chocolate one? Yes, yeah. in door one. <laughs> okay. Just to be behind the curtain I, of like what day I we're think, recording. I think they're too sweet. Mm, uh, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't. One's like... fine, but the pack of three. Yeah, but I mean, I yeah, I oh, I'd eat big them, because just I... to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I, I don't, I don't want anyone thinking, oh no, I turn them down. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. No, no. Stupid. Um, ridiculous. But uh, yeah, no. To day, day, door one, but door one in the old advent calendar today was a white chocolate peanut butter cup. What, what about where do you stand on like a chocolate coated Brazil nut? Oh yeah, a bit, a bit old fashioned, but. But, but oh, underrated, a big, I and I mean, I think, a, you know, a big, yeah, yeah. like a chunk, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, two yeah, bites like, is what I'm getting at. To, yeah, to the point where if I got given one of those, you know, like chocolate covered nut assortment boxes, you can get at Christmas. I have not seen these, but go on. But like, you, say you got, you could get like, I don't know, like dark chocolate covered Brazil nuts. That would be, yeah, that's would, good. It's high right end, way. that isn't it? It is. No, I'm I'm all in for that. I I don't think you. I mean, I'm trying to think. Is there a nut I don't like with chocolate? Like I I don't, I don't I think, think they just so. kind of go well, don't they? Mm, yeah. Yeah. But I think I yeah. think hazelnut would probably be my. Yeah, hazelnut. He, probably... he he is saying in a chocolate bar, so I, that's why I'm saying hazelnuts because of the praline aspect. Yeah. yeah no. Do you have, does anyone remember with... the Cadbury's? Ah, oh, shit. What was it called? Began with B. No, sorry, marble. Remember the marble bar? Marble. What that that, that was uh, it was that like was praline, white wasn't chocolate it? and praline uh, yeah, through and, it. And yeah, white yeah. and milk together. Marble. I think so, yeah. And yeah. and praline, that was uh, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. So hazelnut. Okay. But listen, if you're gonna offer me Cadbury's whole nut, cool. Yeah, just whatever. Yeah. Whatever chocolate deal 
Cadbury's want to do with us. Yeah. We're all oh, in God, for. can you imagine? Yeah, if you want to sponsor Fuck. us, whatever nut, go, we're fine with. Um, f- favorite crisps to have with Guinness. Now, I thought long and hard Guinness? about this one. I don't. I have had Guinness before. It's fine. Um, but I thought long and hard about this, and I realized that the answer to this one is any. So, I mean, it's, it's a fair answer. <laughs> wow. Told you we'd rattle through them. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. Like, surely any crisp versus no crisp. Well, that's exactly it. I mean. Yes. Yeah. Although what I would say mm-hmm. is if I was having crisps with any alcoholic, whether it's a pint of Guinness or a pint of beer or whatever, I think it's I think I'd be a bit disappointed if I was eating like a ready salted. Like I'd want like yeah, a strong I, I, flavour. Look, I would never turn down a packet of ready salted anything. No, 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 no. But I but, would there's always gonna be that element of you're giving me plain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's let's, let's, you're giving me let's essentially be clear. partly flavoured. They, they were plain a... crisps when I was a kid. That's yeah. what they were. There's, yeah, there was plain. cheese and exactly. onion, yeah. salt and vinegar, plain. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and I want to be... It's like, it's like, come, like, come on now. I know people have said this in Discord, and by all means, become a patron, and it's a, it's a safe space to give your opinions. But you're fucking wrong if your favourite Pringle flavour is red. Like, you're yeah, just that wrong. Is weird. Plain you're Pringles. Just wrong. There are so many flavours of Pringles, and if your favourite really is are, plain, by the way. plain, then you're just wrong. But but please join the but, but please do join the tell us. because we're a welcoming yeah. crowd and we we cover lots of you know welcoming of all you know diverse opinions. But on that you're wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, what about next question though? for you, Adam? Oh, oh, sorry. Hang on. Sorry, we're not. I, I want I want to delve into this a little bit more because I think surely there's some crisps that are definitely worse. I can't imagine with a Guinness a what's it that feels what? weird. You see, I was gonna say, and Chris, I need you to brace yourself a little bit for this. I don't think prawn cocktail would work with a Guinness. No, do you know what? I thought he was going to say that because I thought he was going to piss me off. Okay. Because I, he knows my favorite Pringle is prawn cocktail. I think the best flavors for like Guinness. It's the it's the are, standard ones, right? It's the it's, the original, it's the, it's the OG crew. Strong cheese and onion, or a flame grilled McCoy, or something like that. Ooh. It, Ooh, and it, and to your point, Lyle, I think what you're getting at is it's got to be that type of McCoy kettle chip type crisp rather than the skip. Yeah. Or a Wopsit like, or a Hulu. Yeah. I think any Quavers, I think, again, is not... Or a pack of Cheddars, if you want to call them crisps. I, I don't think they're working with the Guinness. I think you no. need, for want of a better phrase, a tr- an old-fashioned manly crisp. Yeah. <laughs> like a Brannigan's. I mean, I say that, and I, I'm, my favourite is sweet chilli and prawn cocktail. Yeah, but yes. like, but like, you know what I mean? Like the old... The, the OG crew, you know? Yeah. Okay. Done, Lyle? Oh, done now, yeah. That's right, fine. okay. So, Adam, next question is, yeah, yeah. thoughts? what's on the Overwatch 2 new season skins? Quite like them. Is that it? Sorry, yeah, did you want more? I quite like them. I, mean, I won't be paying got, money for them. Say more. Well, I won't be I, paying I money for them, but I do quite like them. They're based on the Greek gods from what I can see, the Greek sort of mythology, and I quite like them. There's some quite cool ones, but... Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh... Favorite Christmas meal highlight from the last few years? Oh, that's a good question. How do you pick? Uh, well, so there's a few staples that I won't pick, but I will say the Coca-Cola ham has become a staple to go along with the turkey every year. Um, oh, what like home making glazing your own ham? Glazing, you know, in a bottle of Coke, full fat yeah, yeah, Coke. Really that, important, yeah. by the way, if anyone's ever thinking of doing that, full fat Coke, even if you don't normally. Yeah. Um, I had a chestnut soup once. 
that was really tasty and it had crispy bacon on the top of it like just small bits of crispy bacon on top yeah. of the um chestnut soup and it was a, it's quite a thick soup um we did have giant pigs in blankets last year i think they were like, like normal size sausages no they were sp- they weren't normal size sausages they were like cumberlands and but and that was that was something I'm quite simple. Like the thing I like most about Christmas meals is the pigs and blankets, which is always the right decision. Really, isn't I just it? don't. You like, can't go wrong. Well, you also can't get enough. Like there is no. no number my wife could produce and say I have got this many pigs and blankets that I will not hilariously. I might add, reply. Well, what about everybody else, my dear? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm very similar with roast potatoes. Now, to be clear, we have pigs and blankets and sausage meat, so I can double down on meat. When you also, say sausage meat, are you talking about stuffing? No, no, no. I'm talking about just a bowl. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a, 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 a basically a massive sausage that you've then cooked, essentially. That's stuffing though, surely. Up. What's that? Isn't that just stuffing though, in a way? No, st- the stuffing. Then we have separate. Oh, this is why I'm massive, right? <laughs> so like, yeah, so we have we have uh. turkey and pigs in blankets and oh. sausage meat and stuffing. Oh. And bread sauce, but that wasn't even what I was going to talk oh, about. Oh, bread sauce! So also... No, that's that's not something we we have. Bread sauces, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh god, and, I'm looking uh, forward to Christmas dinner. And um, the the thing that I'm like with that, I'm like, have we done enough roast potatoes? We like, actually ha- genuinely had this conversation in real life, didn't we? The, the, a few weeks ago, yeah, in yeah, person, yeah. we yeah, actually discussed yeah. so you, this. You can, val- exactly. you can validate it. Yeah, I'm no, I can up, actually validate. This like, is not made up. I literally can't fit any more in the oven. I'm yep. like, yeah, but is is <laughs> Is seven each enough? Because I'll be honest with you, sweetheart, I'm having at least ten. So what we're basing this on is that everyone else here needs to be having a max of five. Uh, you know, and it's like I'm relying on like you know, grandma to be knocking back only a couple, so I can up the ante a little bit. And that's before we even start talking about seconds. So yeah, it's very much like, but what's everyone else having if you're only doing seventy-seven potatoes? You know, it's, it's I, I know it's. Of- it's almost grotesque to say it because, like, the world is struggling and, and poverty. And I know that. I mean, listen, I'm not particularly well off. But I feel like it's not been a, in our house. I should say specifically in our house. I feel like it isn't a successful Christmas if you're not kind of, like, sat on the sofa for a bit afterward. I think, we, <laughs> and again, you, you've heard this. So so you can you know this is true. One year, this is like, I went, I went around the in-laws for Christmas. Christmas Day spent spent a, I don't know, a week or so. You're going to tell this story on a r- yeah, yeah. real oh, okay. okay in for a penny in for a pound. Um, that, they won't listen. Um, no, that's probably and, true. And um, and uh, you're having second what, thoughts what, now. Admit it. I am because you're Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I, that'd be, like, I, I'm just uh, as your genuine out, friend. I you, would say like, change the again, names I'm, at least. I'm the same as you. Like you know, it, it, it's almost a challenge, right? How, it's how an overindulgement day, for and, and it's overindulgement, and it's probably why I'm going to die young. But anyway, a few years ago, in-laws for Christmas, and they they you know pulled out a Christmas dinner, and it was perfectly lovely. <laughs> put that put that in there for us. Mm. Tasted lovely. It was like, isn't it nice not to eat not to not to eat too much as a Christmas <laughs> dinner? And I was just like, for once, we just you know, just I was just like, and and I can't say what I want to say, which is. No, no where's not. the rest it's of it? Not, what, what, what's, Absolute, if you, absolutely. If you needed not. money, why didn't you tell us? Yeah, I'd have, I'd have brought my own reserve Christmas dinner if this is all I was going to get served. But you but see, like, I don't know if this is not again a bit of an older person thing. In that, like, so 
Hey, Lyle, you're the, well, no, you're not young, young, but you're the youngest person here. So young, yeah. Bub- bubble and squeak. Mm, not for, not really. It's not no, but you know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah, it's like and and would you, that's it's not something you're into, obviously. But like that, for me, that's I've, yeah, it's not something I've ever really had. But in the same time, like there's certainly nothing wrong with it. It's something no, but where what I'm, I would. Well, I think I think what I'm saying is, it's certainly nothing. I, I sound like you know we're in gluttony here. Nothing ever goes to waste. It is all eaten. No. Oh, you know, yeah, nothing ever definitely. goes off. We, we, that's, that's, that's... Uh, there, there's, as much as I moan to Zoe about like not having enough food and not having enough potatoes and everything, <laughs> there better be enough for me to have an entire Christmas dinner again mm-hmm. on Boxing Day. That's oh, that's in leftovers. I, I will all, say, all of, like, ha- having two young male, and... two young male children, mm. has changed things because whereas before it's like. There are certain people that I will be watching as the pigs and blankets go on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, now, now I have two grown young men yeah. who are family who live here, and I'm like, I can't, I can't stress enough how you've not bought enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've seen my my youngest is like he's 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 a health freak he like he goes to the gym all the time he, he bulks up and stuff he's very he's a muscly kid and he's slim um but he likes his food and it's like oh yeah but you're, he's only small yeah but you've seen him eat after school <laughs> this is not a yeah it's it's just it's always it's always pigs and blankets is the answer sorry it's always pigs and blankets it always it's always the highlight it's always one of the things like why do we only have this at christmas anyway this year this year for for Christmas dinner, I'm doing because we happen to have like a pre-made mix in the cupboard that I noticed the other day. But I'm doing a pigs in blankets toad in the hole, just as a side, and I think that's going to be pretty good. That's I'm quite excited. So for that, it's presumably sausage wrapped in bacon in a Yorkshire. In that's how like that is. yeah, and it's in like a. I usually do it in like a like a sort of like proper deep it, dish. It's, so it's, it it sounds so obvious. You're making your own batter for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it yeah. sounds so obvious when you say it, and yet I know. Yeah. Mm. God, blimey. So yeah, that's. But, but we're also still having. I was. I was informed. <laughs> I was told very specifically that's not allowed to be the only pigs in blankets we have. Oh, so and I'm having... with. I'm with that. Yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. And obviously, I wasn't like, oh no, no, that's obviously. I. I, I had agreed. I, yeah, it I wasn't like, but it just needed saying. It just needed it saying needs... out loud, so we yeah. could both be sure we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but... we, we we used to have that discussion when this family was smaller. Shall we say? And and it's like, well, we did the ham. You know, the the the, the Coca Cola ham thing. And in the in the early days, it used to be as an addition, like. What do you mean? We're still having turkey? Yeah, but everyone moans about turkey. No, but we're still having turkey, right? Yeah, just to be clear, this is as an addition. Okay, cool. We are on the same... Yeah. You know, we should do some other questions, otherwise it's... Gonna... Yes, yes, yes. We like Christmas food, is what we're saying. Oh. Right, Lyle, your questions, mate. Mm-hmm. Pokemon go. Scarlet or Violet, if you had to buy one? Uh, I'd buy Violet, because... I think it's a better name, and you can get all the Pokemon from any of them anyway. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> that was quite quick. Um, given the option since you played Crisis Core for preview, would you have played it on Steam Deck or Switch over PS5, or are the visuals on PS5 enough to make you stick with it if you had the choice to go on with the platform? In a preview sense. In a preview, In a preview sense. sense. Um, 
This is actually quite tricky because it does look really good on the big screen. It's I am enjoying it there and it sort of feels right there. But it was originally a portable game and I bet I'd love it on the Steam Deck. I'd probably I'd probably just play it on the Steam Deck because it's where I really want to play everything. But but I'm enjoying it where I'm playing it to, in a preview sense, of course. You're learning. How are you finding Deerfield Chronicles? Uh, yeah, it's good. I like Deerfield Chronicles. It's it's interesting that it's not like it's not a tactics game. It's like real time, and you don't get that very much. But they do it very cleverly, where it's like you're not controlling so much that your your mind's going numb. Um, like it's 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 simplified to the exact right amount for someone like me. So I think it's a it's a really good game. It's it's because I've never like full on RTS like a. Uh, an Age of Empires or a StarCraft mm. or something like I'm not going to be able to do that, or certainly not well. So I like the idea that I don't embarrass myself playing it. Always good. And the million dollar question, uh, how's Elden Ring going, by the way? Surely you're near the end by now. Uh, I'm not going to say anything more about Elden Ring until the Game of the Year podcasts. Uh, you'll notice during the God of War Ragnarok section, I also said very little. I'd like to keep some mystique for these podcasts, so mm-hmm. you'll find out more then about how I'm finding all of these heavy-hitting games. I've not spoken much about Horizon Forbidden West, but I've played that. Um, there's loads of games I've not talked about playing. Splatoon 3, Bayonetta 3. You'll find out all about all these and more, maybe. <laughs> Game of the Year podcasts, which you will be listening to because they're the best podcasts of the year. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this and not them, that seems a bit of a <laughs> bad decision on your part. Outrageous. Speaking of, Chris, your questions, Game of the Year discussion that you're looking forward to the least. Yeah, this is an interesting one. <laughs> Does it involve me? Probably. Yeah, fucking <laughs> talking to Lyle. No, I think I've thought about this. It's a good question, actually. I think. The one, the ones I always look forward to the least, I think, is like when you know there's either a game or a moment or a character that like has really resonated with you as an individual, but at the same time you know you're kind of on your own a little bit with it. Like I feel like they're the ones that that they're the bits I look forward to the least because you want to talk about it, you want to give it the airtime. You're really passionate about it. it might you know might have been a moment that's moved you or affected you or you know thought was really well done um and you give it the airtime but you know ultimately it's not going to end in a well yeah we all agree <sighs> yeah and, and because it's either not either people might have not played something or that a moment or a character just didn't land with other people in the same way right because some of those things are really personal so you always want to talk about it because it's really important to you but it's like it's awkward because you're like, you know, it's not going to gather the support because ultimately it's a team top five, 10, depending on the categories, right? So they're always the ones that you think you look forward to the least because you kind of, you know, what's coming kind of thing. And it's, it's, it's kind of written on the wall a little bit because, you know, we do talk, we don't reveal as much, you know, we keep some cards close to chest, but you also know what people have played and what, what people, what people haven't and, and their thoughts on certain things. But I guess I would say, I guess in balance to that, it's good. That I, what I quite like, as much as I like, you know, me and Lyle, epic bands throughout the year, but we're very different in terms of what we like. But it does mean that everything gets its moment. And I think that's quite a nice thing about our Game of the Year podcast is we'll always give things the the shout outs and the and the mentions when they have um when they have impacted us and they are worth talking about. So 
Um, it'd be boring if we were all the same. So that's that's a really wouldn't good be thing. very long, would it? It would it'd be, yeah, it'd be easy thing yeah. to do. But it would be very I'd introduce you all, and then I'd just read each list, and that's the end of it. That's and the we'd all be, done. And we'd all yeah. be so happy with each other at the end. <laughs> yeah, there would be no animosity whatsoever. Uh, how's yeah. Xenoblade Three going? Surely you've snuffing finished? Question mark. I, but I will have done <laughs> for certain podcasts. That I'll make. If you could, this is an odd one. If you could change one thing about the Geek website, what would it be? Whoa, yeah, whoa now, us, everybody! Just literally throw Adam under the bus and go, "This bit's shit," and we need to talk about it. Um, it's a bit of an odd thing to do on a live podcast, but uh, it, I'll is, allow it is it. a little. <laughs> no, I think I think you know, I'm not going to answer it directly in the sense that this, you know, probably what is, you know, looking picking holes. What I will say is, I think, you know, I mean, Adam will. Uh, uh, attest to this you know we've 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 come a long way i think in the last sort of 18 months or so in terms of the type not just the type of coverage that we're doing but you know how we're trying to move move the site forward and stuff and actually quite proud of kind of kind of the journey we've been on and and the results we're seeing like that so i think what we have learned is that you know we do need to kind of assess and change things all the time and think about what works and what doesn't and, and how we can improve the site so you know, there isn't one thing I'd call out, but I know that it's a conversation that, you know, we can have and we, we, we try new things. Some things work, some things don't, but we're always now looking to to move forward and improve. And hopefully that improves the 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 content and the engagement from viewers and, and people that digest the site. So yeah. I mean, yeah, my answer would have just been more 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 numbers, more viewers, more readers, more more Patreons, more everything. That would have been my changing more money. Yeah. More money, more in, in, in the chat, like Mikhail says, given more resources. I mean, more resources would mean more time, essentially. Yeah, I think you know, there's always, there's always, like I say, there's always improvements you can make, and obviously that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're all, I think everyone knows, we're all sort of like, you know, this, you know, when we're part time, this is a passion project that we put a lot of time and effort into, so we want to see it succeed, right? So it's it's one of those things that you know you're always looking for what what can improve what, what what can improve the site the the numbers and all that sort of stuff because that's ultimately what it's about it's about reaching out to people and having an, Im- an impact on them so yeah that's when you're supposed to go play the jingle play the jingle it's time it's time and that is all we have time for this week thank you to chris and lyle for being here as always and um just a reminder again that we may be a little i say every year we're a little sporadic in now we definitely will try and get another one done we don't want you to go the whole of december without it but what i will say is that we do try and give our patreons the game of the year pods uh, a week early so if you are like, oh, I love that every year, like maybe times are tough. I'm not going to, you know, for for everyone in some way, things are getting harder. If you've ever thought about becoming a patch on, December is kind of a really good month to do it because you get all the game of the year stuff early. But it would also give you that little chance to dip your toes into our Discord and our community and to meet some of the people that we sort of speak to regularly, you know, every day. So if, if you've always thought, oh, it would be cool... You know, I want to support them guys, or it would be cool to get them podcasts early. 
December's probably the best month to do it because of the Game of the Year stuff. And because, um, like I say, you'll get to meet the Discord community and meet people like Steve who made the jingle um, for the video you've just seen if you're watching the video. Well, even if you're just audio-wise, you're hearing that music. So, uh, And it's weird because I've known podcasts to do jingles and stuff and I've always kind of resisted it. I wrote the theme tune for our you know, the intro and that and performed that, but I've always been a bit resistant to jingles and stuff mid-pod and it's just sort of evolved into that um anything to stop me singing it i think was mainly the the goal with that oh i'm not gonna say that i didn't press gang him into like, <laughs> like it was and he knows he knows i love him um but yeah you meet people like that by joining our patreon.com slash god is a geek and then linking it all up with discord it's all it's pretty self if anyone always say if anyone ever, ever has any issues with that when they sign up to just let me know and i'll make sure they get out of this discord but it does work there's a bot that does all that for us but yeah thank you very much for being here for this week uh, if we're not here next week you know why because we're recording lots of lovely content for you in the future but we will be back at some point before then otherwise we will speak to you next week maybe week after but whenever you choose to listen okay bye bye for now